Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. Now with the smell of death and decay. Death <laughs> and decay. <laughs> Which, mm, for some reason, is cops. actually no. new. Mm. Mm. There's a pungent aroma, if you will, uh, a certain fruity, decaying smell in the air. Rotting. Mm. Sickly sweet. Don't like it. It's gross. Just put that out there. Don't like it. I will say um, that would probably be a terrible line of uh, what are they sent FX bags that you can oh, get? Like candles oh, candles like, oh, at adventure places. Yeah, it's just like this smells like a tavern and all the rest of that stuff. It's like, hmm, let's let's get the one that Nobody smells like rotting smells. fruit. It's it's the yeah. reason why everybody thinks smell of vision would be really cool, but then you look at like some shots where it's like there's a rotting body there. You don't want that smell in your house. No, no you're in the sewer. As a person with an incredibly sensitive sense of smell, I say no. Mm. <laughs> I will say I did remember way back in the day considering picking those up just because they had one that was uh, Egyptian tomb. It was like frankincense mm. and myrrh and a whole bunch of those other like tomb spices. I was oh, like, that'd be like kind of fun when you walk into like a pyramid and it's just like, ha And then you throw these little bean bags of smell at people. But that's <laughs> not the case. Rick just no. wants an excuse to throw things at us is what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, see, now we're remote, so he can't there throw things There are some things I miss about in-person recording. <laughs> he can hire somebody to, del- to deliver them directly to our face. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> but welcome back, everyone, to the continued adventures of the Silver Ravens. When last we had left our heroes down beneath the streets of Cantargo, down inside of the Gray Spider's former lair of the Lucky Bones. Not feeling very lucky right now. The not very Lucky Bones. One might even say the Unlucky Bones, if you want to rename the place. The party had continued their exploration, had crossed across the pit. Uh, what do you what do you name this? The room I affectionately name C-13. <laughs> the infested pit, as it's so affectionately named here. Yeah. You'd managed to cross across a, uh, a big pit trap, which uh, had a fun little freak out moment for Nicolo as he began to think he was going <laughs> to die um, before reaching the other side and realizing he was OK. Got to the end and realized if he hadn't made that jump, somebody would have gone in for sure. <laughs> mm. A reminder to my that episode, funny enough, um, a little behind the screens here for all the game masters listening. That episode was a reminder to me that sometimes I just need to stop answering player questions and just get everything out. Because mm. going back and listening through it, you guys kept going, OK, well, what about this? Well, what about this? And I, I would stop and I would answer these questions. And then I finally went, well, let me go ahead and finish the rest of the description. So if you want along the right hand side, it's a DC 10 ac- acrobatics check. And you're like, oh, well, if we'd known that, we wouldn't have had to have this seven minute long <laughs> conversation. Yeah, no, it's one of those <laughs> things like if not knowing the DCs of it, we're like, this all looks really hard. So um, we're going to make a really complicated way of doing this when there was a yes. very simple answer. So sometimes you just have to power yeah. through and just get it all out at once. Mm-hmm. However, you did manage to get across there and then you'd entered into a strange multicolored chamber, a chamber with a variety of different floor tiles, color puzzle, if you will, which uh in this case, it's not necessarily as friendly for uh, Ross, who is colorblind, but for everyone Yay. else. Um, you could kind of look at this and go, okay, well, how do we figure our way across? And that was the uh, the chamber where you were confronted by the Watcher in the Walls. We weren't really, I don't know if confronted is really the thing. He just warned us that he, he would cool. confront us if we didn't step yeah. on the right squares. It seemed like nice he chat. was simply compelled to stop us if we did the wrong thing. It's true. I'm not permitted to say. Yeah. I'm yep. not permitted to say. I'll let you in on a little behind the screens without going into detail about the Watcher in the Walls. 27 AC, 135 hit points. Uh, Three attacks at plus 20. Ah, Dear God. Wow. He is not effing around. Wow. Okay, really like that puzzle, right? Holy cow. Let him go. Yep. I didn't even get to show you guys his art. Maybe you'll never see it. Who knows? Maybe we'll figure out how to free him so we can look at him. 
It's true. If he's going <laughs> to attack us, I don't I don't think I want to see him. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. free him. We can be like, just the only thing we ask is like, let us see what you look like, and then you can do whatever you want. <laughs> fair. Sate our curiosity. <laughs> anyway, he'd given you guys a little poem, which uh, you've been able to determine from said poem that there was a pattern by which you could cross the room safely to reach the opposite side, at which point you did a little jig dancing from tile to tile as you made your way, basically playing uh, the floor is lava, except for it's more of the floor is a giant monster that will murder you. Yeah. <laughs> Before yeah. you'd reached the far side and exited out of the chamber and uh, and gone a short way down the hallway. This is one of those, um, unbeknownst to the audience, we just finished recording a episode of uh, War for the Crown that involved like a great deal of travel, basically involved the party going 200 miles over land. And uh, this is one of those interesting episodes where the entirety of last episode was you guys accomplishing getting 85 feet Yes, we moved through two rooms in two hours. Yes. You know what? It was a successful eighty-five feet. This is like World War One levels of progression. Nobody died. I call that yeah. a win. Yeah, we move forty feet forward. We dig a new trench and we go back in. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, you guys had managed to successfully get across there. You'd entered into a hallway, which branched off of the uh, the chamber, the Watchers Hall into a short hallway uh, itself only about 20 feet in overall length with an intersecting hallway towards its end, basically turning, uh, kind of like an inverted L turning to the right before leading to a set of double doors with a single door on the left-hand side of which Nicolo had made his way down and towards Adria and uh, Vittoria kind of back pulling up the rear back there. Uh, Lucia standing nearby, ready to launch into the attack if she should so be needed. When, uh, yep. as you begin to approach the end of this hallway, I believe it was... Uh, Lucia had paused, smelling this atrocious scent of, I believe it was described as death and decay. And again, for uh, Jordan's edification, it appears to be coming from the doors behind you, the wide set of double doors back behind you as you circled around so that Niccolo could get closer to the main doors. Mm-hmm. So Gross. Lucia turns around. Uh, guys, there's a, uh, it smells like death over there. Is it just death or is it death and decay? Raven asks. I would I would say it's death and decay because death by itself doesn't really smell like a whole lot as from what I've been told. No, I mean, uh, if you have a regular old human dose. So do we go towards the death and decay or do we go the other way? Ask me by myself, I'd say go the other way, but we have to clear this whole place. I vote the death and decay. Let's get the gross over with sooner rather than later. I kind of have to agree. Yeah, probably a good idea. Nicolo looks... Somewhat forlornly at the door we're leaving behind, probably like. <laughs> Victoria man. offers some Vicks vapor rub to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, the, the formaldehyde is not. It's going to be really for. funny when actually that way is the more dangerous way. We're actually going a safer <laughs> way, going in the devil doors. Yeah. <laughs> the person who spends times in morgues has tricks. Yes, yes. everybody have a little Vicks vapor rub. I'm not sure what the Galarian equivalent is, but put a little bit under your nose, you'll be a-okay. Uh, it's, it's probably just, just essential oil with like mint or something, because that's yeah, what they use probably. sometimes in the ER. Which too. is illegal, yeah. so let's not I think be too intense yeah. about it. I think it's like peppermint is yeah. usually what they use. Sure. Oh, all it's right. Vicks, but spelled with a silent X. It's Viz. All right. I guess to death and decay. Nicolo turns around and approaches the other door. Okay. Y'all form up. You turn, make your way over towards this door. The door here is a wide set of, uh, of heavily reinforced double doors. There is some sign of damage to these doors. Not as if someone were attempting to break them down, 
more like the doors were caught at the edge of a conflict. There's scratches mm. and gouges mm. from missed sword swings or parried blows. Okay. A fair amount of blood seems to have at one point splattered the walls here. Although, again, so much time has passed that there is no blood left. However, it has discolored the stone in what I think Vittoria, particularly being a, uh, a student of the, uh, the medical arts, would recognize as arterial spray, sometimes reaching yep. up to the ceiling 12 feet overhead. Uh, must have hit a carotid. It's a lot of blood. Uh, you hit the right artery, and that's exactly what will happen. Oh. I mean, there was definitely a fight here. No doubt about it. The question is, was the fight continued beyond the doors? Judging by the smell, I'm going to say yes. Oh, that's where they cleaned up. One way to find out. Uh, Nikola reaches for the door, and I suppose tries to see if it's at least locked. No, it's not locked. Great. All that reinforcement for nothing. Our lucky day. I mean, it has a lock. It is just not locked. Mm. Don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Hmm. All right, everyone, get ready. Nikolo opens the door. Opening this door reveals a curious and simultaneously disturbing chamber. Hmm. The room beyond is an octagon, each one of its walls 10 feet across. From this side to the opposite side of the room, you think a distance of some 20 feet and just as wide. An intense battle occurred here, as evidenced by gouges, old bloodstains covering the walls, and almost the entirety of the floor being discolored in a solid sheet. Ooh. Scorched patches from old fires and burn crack marks that, for those of you of the more uh, elementally inclined, can recognize as the scorching of mist fire spells and the crack marks from lightning. Mm. Sear the surrounding walls. Moldering skeletons of what must be a dozen men and women lie scattered across the floor, not intact enough to look as if they were left alone after their death, but oh. scattered in a way that, at the very least for the druid amongst your number, reminds you of the carcasses of animals that have been fed upon by carrion feeders. Mm. Ah, wonderful. The middle of the room has the oddest feature, however. Oh, no. In the middle of the chamber is a 10-foot diameter stone well. An iron capstone covers the entirety of the top of this, next to which a winch made of wood and rusted iron sits. You can tell that the top of this capstone is carved with a strange image, almost like a man in repose, like you would see atop a sarcophagus. However, from here, you can't immediately determine its details. And honestly, despite the detail of which I've just described all this to you, you only have a few moments to take all of this in. Ah, <laughs> uh, Whoever ate these bodies is here. Yep. First off, for all of you, with the exception of Cesare, mm -hmm. oh. Cesare, you are struck by an eye-watering stench of death. Mm -hmm. For the rest of you, it is almost overwhelming. Even no. taking a moment to try to hold your breath, you can feel it as if it's almost tendrils of stink clawing into your nasal passages. Ew. That is gross. The mix is not helping. As you stand here, as you look into this chamber, you see a number of 
emaciated figures, intact, unlike the skeletons on the floor. Emaciated skin pulled taunt over skeletal frames, their skin having gone from whatever hue it was in life to a deep, bruised purple. Mm. Their hair having fallen out, their ears strangely elongated, their eyes vacant, but glowing with a red ember. As this door opens, there is a skittering that happens amongst them. As the light pours in here, there's that moment as if you had brought a torch into a pantry and surprised (laughs) a number of rats. As they shuffle back before over a dozen gleaming red eyes turn in your direction. So much for the easier path. The creature's mouths split open, literally tearing along the jaw (laughs) to allow their mouths to distend as these unholy tongues loll out a good foot and a half in length. Oh, crud. And I'll go ahead and uh, reveal all... Oh! oh my God. Shut the door! As the Shut horde the door! of undead so turn many. towards you. <laughs> and I will need initiative. Why did we open both doors? From the party. There are so many of them. Uh, There's so it's the entire no. room is filled Just shut the with door them. and lock it. Just shut the door and lock it, everyone. We're gonna have to go through here because I bet you that's the way down <laughs> man, into the you know, water. If we had, if we had uh, somebody with the heal spell, man, they'd be getting their money's worth out of I have uh, the heal spell. <laughs> out of doing it. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, let's queue up a little uh, oh, little God, combat here for everyone. Oh, no. oh crud. Oh god. Oh my god, there's so many of them. I was scouting, so everybody should get a plus one to their initiative. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Oh, Let me queue up a little Sirenscape. Sirenscape, don't go down the well. That's where we have to go. <laughs> so many undead. Eight. Am I still Lord. immune to being paralyzed? Is that a second edition thing? Uh, ghouls, <laughs> not gas. These are gas. Yeah, this is gonna be awful. All right, so let's go ahead and get the ball rolling with this, shall we? Oh my gosh. So let's do a quick uh, round table here. Uh, Jessica, what did we get for Adria? Well, Adria gets a nine for a 24. All right, Jordan, what did we get for Lucia? Lucia gets, uh, rolls a seven for an 18 with uh, the scouting bonus from Niccolo. Nice, and Heather, what did we get for Cesare? Uh, Cesare rolls a seven. That gets him a 19 with the extra bonus from Eclo. Very good. And Rachel, what about Vittoria? Uh, Vittoria rolled a 17 and with the bonus gets me a 30. 30, Ooh. good. And Ross, what do we get for Niccolo? Say, so I thought I was doing well. I rolled a 16 for a 28, but wow. Dang. Okay. I'm very perceptive. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So again, um, there are a whole bunch of uh, emaciated undead monstrosities. Bring us to round one of combat. Vittoria Scordato, you have first initiative. Uh, before you do <laughs> anything, however, yeah. I will need you to go ahead and make me two fortitude saves. Oh, God. All right. So my first one, I rolled a 16 for a 26, but the second one, I only got a 10 for a 20. Yeah, you, you have smelled death and decay on numerous oh, okay. occasions. This is bad. Like, this is something normally that you would have something covering your face while dealing with this bad. But... You just kind of keep it together, go a little clinical with it as these uh, undead bodies start to get to their feet. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, I would like to maybe recall some knowledge. 
Yeah, you may recall mm. knowledge if you so wish. You may make me a religion check if you would like. Would. Smell is a really powerful memory, like trigger, you know? Mm. Oh, dang it. Um, okay, well, <laughs> since I'm not on the front, I don't really want to wedge myself into the front, so I am going to pull my crossbow and load that. Mm. All yeah. right, so you retrieve your crossbow and load that bad boy up. Yeah, I'm going to try to Legolas this from the back. Yeah, <laughs> just like, all right, well, good luck, Frontline. <laughs> Taking well, us from there to yeah. Nicola. Oh, gods. <laughs> I will need you to roll four fortitude saves. Yeah, this is, Why? being in the front line of this is terrible. All right, fair enough. Let's go. Looking at my drained condition. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Ross. Hero point. Hero uh, point. Let's go in order, first of all. Uh, I rolled an 11 <laughs> for a 21 on the first one. That seems yeah, fine. I rolled a perfect 20 on the next one, which I'm nice. definitely keeping. Critical success. Uh, I rolled a natural one on the one after that. Seriously, the giveth and taketh of the dice. For an 11, and the last one was a 13 for a 23. I am going to go in and re-roll that one with a hero point because, okay. no thank you. Hey, much better. That was much a 19 better. for a 29. <laughs> nice. Yeah, unlike Vittoria, you do not have the experience of, uh, of working nope. with dead bodies and all the rest of that stuff. You do, however, <laughs> have the advantage of living in a variety of very bad places. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I have definitely smelled things before. It's true. Let's go ahead and strike this one in front of me, first of all, because no thank you. Alright, that is a 17 for a 32 against all my right. target. Dang, nice. A 32 will strike your foe. Excellent. In fact, a 32 is a critical hit. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Alright. Oh. Right. coming out strong as uh, he brings the tolling bell around. Well, that could have been better. <laughs> I've rolled very poorly on the dice. Uh, that is still altogether 16 points of damage. Ow, that I is assume still they're hurt by positive hit. energy. Uh, they are quite as this slams into it and this echoing bell sound reverberates through. They're also enfeebled one. Oh, uh, enfeebled one. All right. Yeah. That's okay. useful. All right. Work through it. We're going to get through this. I know it seems counterintuitive, but breathe through your nose because you'll go nose blind after a while. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> yes, try not to taste the stink. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, it actually is counterintuitive with your supernatural stench because you will never go nose blind. <laughs> uh, I will try a second strike. It, it is supernaturally powerful stench. Well, then I ne would not have uh, said that. Well, you don't know that because you failed to identify. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that is true. That, however, does not seem like it's going to work with a 7 for a 17. A 17, unfortunately, just... It's basically you hit it with such force and knock it back that you can't bring your weapon back in line as it's still half fallen over the, the well-capped stone in the center of the room. All right. This thing is a lot stronger than I expected it to be. Good. Uh, with my last <laughs> action, I'm going to go ahead and try to trip the creature in front of me by using athletics for assurance. I get a 20 to trip the creature. That'll do it. All nice. right. Yeah. You basically just hook out with your foot and kick through the back of its knee as it topples over, uh, still like grabbing onto the well in the center of the room to try to keep itself upright. All right. Take that, you, um, whatever the f*** you are. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my turn. All right. Taking us from... Niccolo to Adria. 
Uh, I will need you to make two fortitude saves. All right, here we go. I got a 14 for a 25. Ooh, and a four for a 15. But it's an even episode. Of, oh, I have a hero point. I'm going to re-roll the four. Okay, fair enough. Because, ouch. Keep in mind that when they close, you'll have to make these again, so. Mm, it's Ooh. slightly worse. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. I got a three for a 14. Gosh darn. Uh, a 14, unfortunately, will not succeed, uh, meaning that you are fortunately only sickened one. Okay. All okay. right. I'll take that. Okay. Uh, the oh, second God. one does mean that you uh, you feel ill. You take a status penalty, so one equal to this value on all of your checks and DCs. So that's also your attack rolls, your armor class, uh, your spell DCs, everything. You also cannot willingly drink anything right now, including any of your elixirs or anything else like that. You may, of course, if you so wish, uh, spend a single action retching. I don't. I'll just feel moderately sick for now. And uh, I will do a three action heal because I think I can hit all of them. I only have first level heals left, so there is that. But, you know, whatever. Wow. Yeah, that will uh, that will catch all of them. Great. Get they get uh, they get fortitude saves. Drop a heal bomb. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had higher level ones left, but I don't. I use them with the incorporeal guys. Uh, well, everybody else also heals up for five if you were hurt. It looks like a failure. Failure. There's a success. It looks like a failure. There's another success. Mostly failures, failure. though. Failure. I wish I had rolled better than a five, but I mean, it's only out of a D8. Yeah. Uh, yep, and one crit fell. Oh. <laughs> you uh, present your uh, holy symbol and blast out this uh, this radius burst of positive energy, which they again recoil back from the light. Uh, one of them in the back rather badly hit by yeah. it. Oh, good. Uh, but they continue to barrel forward, uh, screeching out their rage and pain. Oh, God, they smell awful. Yeah, they do. Bringing us from there to uh, the first of them. This is actually the one that is directly adjacent to uh, Lucia. So we'll go ahead and uh, target Lucia and uh, begin slicing out as it screeches. Again, the the figure stands up, uh, dives to the attack. You can tell from the tattered remnants of clothing that whatever they are wearing was once of passable quality. And in fact, actually probably better than that of a workman's. Uh, More white color than blue color. So going to go ahead and start with a bite attack at Lucia. Ooh, however, I do not believe a 19 will hit. That is miss. And we'll go ahead and bring around those agile claws. Mm. Mm. Rakes out with a claw slash. Uh, 22, I think, will just barely miss that you as well, is though. a miss by one. Nice. Um, it will then it will then go ahead and swift leap as a single oh, action. Wow. What? what? As it springs back, leaping 10 feet through the air, this uh, does specifically that... does not trigger reactions. Dang it. Uh, what? Um, as it slices into you before it springs, automatically jumping 15 feet without rolling. What? Jeez. Ah, that's that's crap. terrible. I don't like that. Like horrifying leaping vampire. <laughs> I really hate this. Um, speaking like of that, the uh, one in the back, the one that actually took the full burst from that uh, positive energy burst, will go ahead and swift leap <laughs> 15 feet across the room as it springs into this. that open I spot. This is so much. some Vampire Hunter D bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say, this is some, some BS right here, man. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, bite out at Lucia again. Jeez. So flies again. This one springs back. A second one leaps for claws extended with a perfect 20 oh. to strike oh. the Melody. fighter. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, come on, Melani. I help, will help a sister out. 
I will liberating step to at least reduce the damage. <laughs> All right, uh, well done. See. Uh, so it leaps through the air, uh, barrels <laughs> into uh, Lucia, who is so stunned at the first one jumping away <laughs> that the second one leaping 15 feet through the air at <laughs> The first I one mean, was very yeah. surprising, but I definitely didn't see the second one coming. So leaps forward, bites mm. out, strikes critically striking. I'll go ahead and Ooh. roll that critical damage there. That's going to be bad. For 20 points of damage oh. as this thing's jaw unhinges and it digs into your shoulder. Yeah, but don't you only take like... Uh, you, don't it you... reduces it by eight. Yeah. yeah. So then I get eight back, which is 74. Fortunately, the power of Milani, there is this like this burst of, uh, of light that comes from Niccolo's holy symbol as it seems to repel some of that. However, at the same time, I will need you to go ahead and let's go ahead and start with one fortitude save. Uh bad um that's a five for a 17 okay and follow that with a second fortitude save yeah no i'm gonna be paralyzed Ooh, that is a two for a 14 yeah. i'm gonna hero point that because that's <laughs> yeah. terrible this is too early. Um, burn through all the hero points I know. We, we, we chose poorly, guys. I did I did at least roll better, which is good. So that instead is now a nine for a 21 on the second save. Also, just because I tend to forget this stuff, uh, go ahead and give a, a hero point to Adria because that was a very effective spell. Why not? Hey, sure. It. it works for me. Doesn't help Jordan, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, uh, again, you start to feel your body lock up as this thing chomps onto your arm and you st it doesn't feel like a paralysis in the traditional sense. It feels like every muscle in your entire left side of your body starts to cramp simultaneously. Oh, no. As you stumble back from the hit, the creature rends flesh before springing 10 feet back since it can use that as many times as it wants as it leaps back away, leaving another At open for the- At least it's an action every time, so there's that. It is true. Mm. Again, I imagine, uh, actually, I don't know if this would even occur to any of you. Maybe, like, maybe Adria is a little bit more widely traveled. Somewhat similar to, like, jackals or hyenas or these animals that go in there, nip, try to get an attack in, and then spring away as the rest of the pack continues to close. Oh. Taking us from there to the next of them. Uh, springs forward, jaws at the ready, lashes out. Dill at Lucia there. Uh, had that, however, was a 15, which I do not which believe will strike. Which is a miss, thankfully. Nope. So it's, uh, unfortunately, I can't help you again until my next turn. Go ahead and springs back and away, uh, flipping back across the room as they continue jumping back and forth. Bringing us from there to Cesare. I'm going to use all three of my actions to cast uh, Scorching Ray. Which the one in front of Nicolo is injured or and prone, and yeah. then I also want to target the one that bit the crap out of Lucia. <laughs> That's the one all the way back in the back. Okay, so uh, I get an eighteen to hit the one right in front of Nicolo. An eighteen, yeah, he's prone. That'll strike your target <laughs> as you turn and blast off a uh, scorching ray. So he takes fifteen points of fire damage. Ow, nice. nice. Hmm. The one that... That will do as you blow up hey, straight through his skull and nice. he collapses down to the ground. Well the done. one that bit the crap out of Lucia is target number two. I roll a six for an 18. 18 will just strike your target as it nearly oh, gets nice. completely out of the way. So that one takes 17 points of fire damage. Ow. Ow. That is a, a painful telling hit. 
It is still standing, although you've nearly burned its left arm off entirely as it turns and hisses at you. And then my last attack is against the one that took the most damage against the fire and is also the one that attacked the Chia first and missed. Okay. Mm. Oh, that's a one. Oof. <laughs> yeah. So this one unfortunately misses, but uh, still a good round as that you blast uh, yeah. holes through good mm-hmm. job. one of them entirely and severely burn. You know the what? Next. I think I'm gonna use my hero point on that. All right. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, I mean, it was a natural one. It yeah, was a critical it was a natural spell. one. There, you can only do better. Or the same. Uh, I roll 13 for a 25 on that one. A 25 hey. will strike your foe. There we go. As Trezor is blasting off scorching bolts all over the place. <laughs> That one takes 11 points of damage. Ouch. A painful hit as it burns into him, sending the gas stumbling back against the wall. Jeez. Uh, I believe that's the end for Cesare, though. Good firing there. In in turn, not the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end. The door behind Cesare opens up five more gas. No. 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 You are Uh, no longer trustworthy with your side comments, so no. (laughs) Raven. Sorry, I'm drinking need- tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need that spell back. And uh, I will okay. use my uh, free action to use my uh, ability to regain a spell that I have cast for the day. Nice. Josue says this. A paw comes out, taps him on the nose. Boop. <laughs> so that's now that's the end of my turn, because I will Kintargo, do that again next turn. <laughs> you know? yeah. mm-hmm. Nice. Where did you get tea? The tea shop? <laughs> the tea shop? Is now the time to be drinking the tea? I'm dying over here. How are you drinking tea? It smells so bad. I'm just out of the radius, she says. <laughs> she continues to drink. Actually, that is true. She's not out of the radius. is also out of the radius. Uh, all right. Uh, taking us from Cesare, we go to another one of our hopping vampire friends. Hmm. He's going to go ahead and leap his way forward. Let's see. We got Lucia. We got, you know what? Niklo hasn't been hit yet. We're going to go ahead and try a spite at Niklo, see if we can't mm. paralyze that tiefling. Ugh, I don't want to be paralyzed. Chomp. Oh, that is a 17, which I don't think will hit. Nope. Aha. Get a fang full of metal right there. Hope you chip it. And we'll go ahead and spring back onto the well. All right, are we fighting Gas or Spring Hill Jack? Bring us to Lucia. Yeah. Who really, really, really doesn't want to get into this room. Um, no. Who will need to make me. Hold on one second. So many. Uh, actually, only two, because it's a 10-foot radius. And there's only two of them within 10 feet of you. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, I thought you were going to tell me it was five, and it was going to be a bad time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Step into the room, and we'll see you next turn. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the first one, I roll a 19 for a 31. The second one, I roll a 9 for a 21. All right. Those will succeed. It's 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 bad. This is a bad smell. But uh, again, you're rather fortunatus. Uh, <sighs> Gosh, golly, this is terrible. Um, I um, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna take a guarded step forward. All right, and then I'm gonna target. Uh, let's see, the one that's against the wall, so not on the grate that I'm now within uh, melee range for, and I will okay. strike it twice at him. All right. Huzzah! Uh, fourteen for a thirty-one. Nice. The 31 will critically strike your target as you spring yeah. forward, blade in hand. Go, Lucia. Hey. Mm. 
36 points of damage. That'll do as you ram your way through its skull, retracting your weapon. Yay! All right, and then I'm gonna turn and attack the next one that's in melee with me. Hey, there you go. Uh, Because why not? Rolling a 16 for a 28. Wow. A 28 will critically strike your target <laughs> as you spin We have figured out what Lucia is good at. It's killing vampires. I'm good at killing. Are you All the right. chosen one? You're Buffy. 35 points of damage to this guy. Would that make Victoria Giles? That will finish yes. the second yes. one as you yes. spin around. Oh, you kill. kind of spring yeah. in a quick double thrust as double like criticals, criticals thrown around everywhere. Nice. Nice. That was a very good successful turn. That makes up for getting absolutely wobbed by that critical. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I will return that in full. That brings us to the next guest. Uh, Lucia, you ram your blade through this gas. It tumbles back off of your weapon and like sprawls across this uh, capstone across the top of this well. The gas looks over the spray of blood across it, looks over back up towards you reaches out, rends a claw through his fallen comrade's body, shovels the putrefying remains of the creature into its mouth as it consumes its flesh, uh, healing itself for nine hit points. Uh, Begins chewing down on its own comrade as a single action. You'll then go ahead and do a quick little uh, leap up on top of that dead body and uh, go ahead and uh, attack you. Yeah. Mmm. Intestines. Mmm. Man flesh. Striking out, biting out at Lucia. Mmm. Uh, middle, and that's a 20, which I do not believe will that hit is the a fighter. Miss. Uh, taking us from the guest to the next guest. <laughs> so many guests. Who will also go ahead and use a quick action to uh, to chomp down oh. on his buddy no. in front of him. <laughs> Healing himself back up. No love in these guys' hearts. Oh, no. Opportunistic little things. Steps forward on top of uh, the dead body that he was just devouring. Uh, like a dog, protectively crouching on top of a bone as it closes on you before also lashing out, biting out at Lucia. Chomp, chomp. There we have it. There's a 26 to hit the fighter. That will yeah. hit me. So chomps a hold of Lucia. Uh, only six points of damage, thankfully. I will also need... Two fortitude saves. Mm. Oh, two saves, you say. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the first one is a three for a 15. Now we're off to a great start. The second one is a natural 20 for a 32. Hey, okay. there we go. There we go. I have so much ghoul fever, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I literally see Rick reaching for a sticky note right now. <laughs> Look, he pulled it. He showed it to me. He showed me the sticky note. I'm right. It's cool fever. He hasn't written anything on it yet, but we know he's, he's going, going to. He's going to. pulling open the Sharpie to write on it. Wow, Rick. Way to be dramatic. Very subtle, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Rick knows I'm well acquainted with ghouls and ghasts and their abilities, so. <laughs> he showed it to me again. <laughs> and now he has posted it. I'll just stick that right over there. <laughs> well, I can't wait until we get done with this place and I get to roll a save for that. I can't wait to resolve that in another 20 episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Taking us from oh, the ghast. Oh, my God. To Vittoria Scordato. Not that any of you are aware what these things even are. Well, <laughs> Vittoria is going to immediately devise a stratagem and then uh, shoot. All right. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> amazingly, because I guess, again, because it is a supernatural effect, you are not subject to the stench of any of these dead ones. So 
Uh, you're out of the range of any of the uh, living ones, Stench. Woot! Oh. That's a crap roll. It's a four for a 17, which I know is going to miss. So then what I'm going to do is, since I devised a stratagem, I am going to, um, and I know that I can't get good purchase between Lucia and Niccolo, who are in front of me, I'm going to just drop my crossbow, draw my sword, and move in. All right. Plank out wide so that I'm not in the... Well, do me a favor real quick. So you start moving forward. Yes. The moment you enter its stench aura, begin your turn or enter its aura of stench. Wonderful. You'll go ahead and make me a fortitude save. I roll a 15 for a 25. That's stinky, but that's not terrible. Go ahead and make me another fortitude save. Stinky, but not terrible. It's a 14 for a 24. Yeah, you're still pretty good. You then continue to step forward uh, between Niccolo and uh, Lucia. Go ahead and make me two more fortitude saves. Jesus. It's a perfect 20 for 30. All right. And an 8 for an 18. And then you step into the last one's aura, but that one is the one that you actually already previously rolled on. So you're still immune to that one. Okay, hmm. so I'm going to continue my move. And so I'm at least in position. Yeah. Uh, taking us from Vittoria to Nicola. All right. Well, I believe... Well, undead uprising in here. Yeah. Um... You do need to make one fortitude save. All right. <laughs> that is a three for a 13. Uh-oh. Mm. I don't think that's going to do it. Yeah, unfortunately, that will not, meaning, uh, but that is just a failure. Um, so you mm. are sickened. Okay. That's not you do bad. not want to critically fail at this. So I think your previous re rolling a critical failure wasn't a bad idea. I'm betting Fair you may become nauseated. <clears throat> oh, nauseated is not a condition in second edition. Oh, that's right. All right. Smells terrible. Yeah, it does, but not much I can do about that at the moment. No real good way to get into a flank unless I want to be in a flank myself, which doesn't sound like a great plan. Fair, fair. All you have to do is make sure you kill it in a single swing. <laughs> yeah, that's so simple. So Just what I'm like going to do instead is take a step forward, which I believe yep. now puts me in range of three more of them. Yes, but um, one of those you'd uh, saved against previously, so you just okay. need to roll twice. Twice. All right, that's a 13 for a 23. Okay. Uh, okay, and uh, another 13 for a 23. Lucky number 13, yeah, you're still good hey. as you step forward. That one is particularly rank, and you're just, mm, you're kind of regretting stopping and, uh, and getting breakfast this morning. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on ahead and use assurance once again to trip the one in front of me. Okay, And so that gives you a 20, I believe? Yep, it's a 20 because you also ignore any penalties as well. Yeah, so Niccolo springs forward, again, feeling a little nauseous, but uh, brings his uh, foot around and ignoring the penalty, even from the nausea, basically, like, roundhouse kicks out the back of this thing's knees as it slams down on top of the well. All right, I'll use my last action to try to strike my flat-footed foe. All right, you finish your spin, bring around, heft up the tolling bell. Oh, that's not going to do it. That's a four for a 13. Uh, Unfortunately, even prone, that will not strike your foe. Yeah. All right. Well, at least they're prone for uh, the purposes of Lucia or Vittoria attacking as well. So that is something. true. That takes us from Niccolo to Adria. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people in here. Uh, Adria's going <laughs> to electric arc. Are there any that look particularly hurt? 
I'll give it. I, I will say that the one that Cesare nearly burned his left arm off looks in very bad condition. <laughs> All right. He hasn't had then, a chance uh, for a snack yet. Yeah. Let's do that guy and... Uh, the other one Cesare burned, and the, basically it's the two that Cesare burned previously look to oh, still be then, in yes, pretty bad shape. Oh, then yes, let's just go for the same one Cesare burned. Yeah. The ones yes, that he managed up. to burn but hadn't finished. I think it's the reflex saves. Reflex saves. We got a 27. Well, how dare they? And a 19. All right. Well, that's a save and a fail. Okay. Um, so they can go ahead and take 12 or 6 points of electricity damage. It's still a good hit. Yep, so you fry one of them as it burns, knocking him against the wall. The other one, the electricity courses through before it's basically the side of its cranium almost ruptures before it hits the <laughs> ground. Yeah. Nice. And Christy. topples off the top of this thing. And then I'll retch. That's an action, right? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you may, uh, if you so wish, you may use an action to retch, uh, which lets you immediately attempt a fortitude save against the same DC. Great. Yeah. I do a lot of, ugh. I don't know, Mm-mm, 15. I only nope. rolled four. Nope. So many years of being on the ocean, you're like, I just, I can't bring myself to throw up on command, apparently. I know, I'm, it's really annoying. <laughs> I'm so, so fortunatous. Except for when it matters. <laughs> Except for when it matters. It gets this horrible smell. All right. Well, that's me. It's like we had a five-day-old fish that someone forgot once that fell down under a bunk and I had to retrieve mm. when I was a, a wee um, <laughs> cabin girl. <laughs> My God. <laughs> this reminds me of that. <laughs> I promised myself I would never vomit again. Taking us from Adria <laughs> to... <laughs> Adria will go the rest of this adventure path with the sickened condition. <laughs> you can't sicken me. I've sickened myself. That will bring us to the guest. Well, first off, one remaining up on the platform. We'll go ahead and, uh, and munch real quick on his friend there. Ew. Uh, that Adria just brought down. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I got my friends in my tummy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go alone, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) It's dangerous to go alone. Here, eat this. (laughs) And we'll then turn its attention down on Vittoria, who's presented herself there, bringing his teeth to bear as the ghast bites out at the investigator. Oh, no. That Ooh. is oh, no. a 29 yeah. to strike Vittoria. Yeah. Milani protector. All right. Calling upon the power of Milani. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that in this case. Let's All do right. it. Use your reaction there. Reduces the damage by eight. God dang mm. it. Well, it, was, it would be 11. So the fact that that's only three is still pretty good yeah. as uh, it's not, yeah. it's not the creature terrible. chomps down onto you. Basically bring up your forearm and block it. There's this pulse of light. Probably still somewhat startling, all of you, because I don't think Nicola's really been able to use this ability much before. <laughs> but yeah, well, I got it this level too. So mm, <laughs> suddenly, you new. know, Milani's in here protecting the other two, unbeknownst to everyone, uh, followers of Milani. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you do take three points of damage, and I will need you to follow that up with two fortitude saves. That's a hey. twenty, a natural twenty for a thirty, oh, and nice. a seventeen for a twenty-seven. Good gracious. That would be <laughs> double <laughs> critical successes as you just. <laughs> Shove this thing off of you. Like, no, God. thank you. I figure there's nice. a rare curse that comes out of Vittoria where she's just like, off. I agree. <laughs> they should <laughs> off. I, I also concur. Yes, yeah, <laughs> off. Says Raven from the back. <laughs> Guess we'll go ahead and, you know what? It's going to go ahead and claw attack. It doesn't need to spring around anymore because there's a, a smorgasbord of options available Ooh. to it here. Uh, so we'll go ahead and claw out at Vittoria as well. Yay. Ooh, that, however, is a nine. I do not believe that that ha! will strike as well. No, that will not strike me. All right. That brings us to the uh, 
slightly burned and uh, slightly electrocuted Gast in the back, who will go ahead and use a quick action to chow down on his buddy that just died there. God, oh, he back, back up for 15. Golly. Jeez. Mm, that was a good 3d6. That was a good Jeez. mill. Wow. Doesn't bring him back up to full, but he's doing pretty good. Springs through the air, flies at Lucia, and we'll go ahead and chomp okay. again. Great. Uh, since I think this is the one that got the critical on you last time. So. Great, mm -hmm. great. We'll see if history repeats itself. I hope not, because I already used my reaction. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Could you like Ooh, that was not? so close to a 20. That's still 25, though. Uh, yeah, that hits me. Mm. All right. Chomping so onto Lucia. Yeah, Jordan's just lucky. That's only six points of damage. Don't say that before I've rolled. And let's yeah. go ahead and get two fortitude saves there. Uh, That's a natural one on the first one for a 13. <laughs> oh. God dang it, Jordan. That's a 12 for a 24 on the second one, at least. As it chomps on and you feel this painful cramping roll through your body. Yep. Yep. Paralyzed. Mm. As your body locks up, you stumbling back from this hit. Taking us from the gas, I, again, none of you have managed to identify these things. So it's just nope. suddenly Lucia's just screaming in pain, just clenched oh, up as God. this thing chomps onto her. Uh, fortunately, that's the roll end them? of its turn. I no, yeah, no, the only person who's to. tried has been Victoria. I'm going to yeah. roll after because I need to use all three of my actions for Scorching Ray. Bring us to Cesare. He uses all three of his actions for Scorching Ray? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start with the one that just tried to murder Lucia. Uh, 19 for a 31. A 31 will be a critical hit. Yeah, there you dang. go. Get him. Yeah. Jeez. Get him. Scorching Ray, my God. It can take 13 damage, so, so double 26. 26. Yeah. As it burns straight through its skull, pretty nice. much it paralyzes Lucia, yeah. and then the Scorching Ray just hits it full on in the mouth and burns its head off <laughs> as right. it topples to the ground. Good fire support. If the next one is the ah, one... fire support. Between uh, where Nicolo and Vittoria are both in range for it. Okay. Uh, that's only a 2 4 14, which is a miss. Misses. Uh, barely misses your prone target since that one's actually prone. And for some reason, prone no, no longer gives you an armor class bonus it's, against range yeah, it's attacks. It's very weird. You can take cover while you are prone, which does give and you I'm going to fire the third blast at it, which is a 12 for a 24. A 24 will, however, strike your target, your flat footed foe. Nice. It can take 12 points of fire damage. It will take 12 points of da damage uh -huh. um, as you burn a hole into the side of it as it screeches and thrashes in pain. That's the end of my turn. Very well. That brings us to Lucia. Lucia, you are paralyzed. You may attempt a new saving throw at the end of your turn. Ah, uh, the brightest stars burn, or the biggest stars burn the brightest. Um, I <laughs> got all something, my good stuff something, out something. and then immediately have to get stuck like this. Um... However, I do roll a 16 for a 28, so I guess at the end of my turn, I at least yeah. get you, out of you being paralyzed. You just kind of shake there. Uh, you break free. You still feel like, you know, for the rest of you, she's a little pale, and, you know, there's that ache that goes through your body. Like, your limbs are still shaking in that, uh, you know when you have, like, a really bad leg cramp, and then suddenly mm -hmm. your leg's kind of jello? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Your entire body feels like that right now as you stumble free from God. this horrible effect. You're gonna be all right, Lucia. Uh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe. Now you're talking. That's good. Good start. I'm out the scorching rays, so Cesare shrugs in the back. <laughs> if it helps you feel better. After that, the ghoul next to uh, the three of you stands up from prone. Hey, I, that's an attack of opportunity from yours truly. You may Let's do so. Go. I will. Oh, yes, go, Jordan. A perfect 20 is a yes. critical hit as this you bring your Wow. 
30 points of damage, destroying him. You shake free of this. Nicolo's like, are you okay? You're like, uh, I don't really. And the thing stands up and just stab it through the head. I really don't know, but <laughs> he's definitely not. It then falls flat onto the ground and dies. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. All right. So that good. one's dead. Good reflexes, kid. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh. Bringing us down to uh, to only two guests remaining. The next one is the one adjacent to Lucia, which, again, they they have a mindless rage as they continue attacking. So this one will go ahead and keep attacking at Lucia. Wonderful. Uh, strikes out, bites out with... No, that's only a 16. I don't think that's that'll do it. Uh, go ahead and claw as well. That's only a 14. That's a miss. Yeah, and honestly, I don't see a reason not to go for broke because it doesn't need to eat or anything like that to regain health. So yeah, we'll go for broke. Let's see. There's a 20. Nope. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Lucia, you kind of start getting your feet under you, beginning to backpedal, swinging at this thing, trying to, uh, to get all this cramping out of your body, but managing to hold it at bay at the end of your rapier. Bring us to Vittoria Scordato. Uh, Vittoria is going to devise a stratagem and attack the ghast that is directly in front of her. All right. God dang it. It's a five. I mean, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to keep it. Will <laughs> an 18 hit? Okay. You want to attack with an 18 and 18 will strike your oh, foe. Okay. All right. You there know, you go. We'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. All right, so that will be 15 points of damage. A painful right. blow as you bring your blade around and ram it into your target, who is <laughs> still standing. Jeez. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just try to strike again, this time okay. without the devise a stratagem. Yeah, very Obviously. well. Obviously. I'll be 13 for 23. 23 will strike your target. For another six points of damage. Ouch. Right, chip, chip, nice. chip it away. You slice into it. You ram your blade under its guard, cutting into it. Um, as it continues to reach for you, just kind of slicing out and cutting across the palm of its hand, nearly severing two of its fingers, which hang on by bare tendons. Mm. Taking us from Vittoria to Nicolo. Oh, great. All right. Things have turned around considerably. Yeah, there's only two of them standing. Uh, the what? one that Vittoria just struck twice, uh, Those were the that's the only injury it's taken right now since it healed up. And then the one against uh, Lucia is at full health, as it seems to have regenerated all of its injuries following its, uh, they call Tasty it cannibal, snack. consumed flesh. I was hoping for cannibal feast, but all right. <laughs> True. Nicola will go on ahead and, uh, first of all, do I need to make any fortitude saves? I think I'm within both nope, their radius, you're good. but okay. Um, once you've, you've, also, you've already saved against both of these, and then once you uh, save okay. against them, you're immune for one minute. Gotcha. I assume I'm still sickened at the moment, though. Uh, you have not wretched, so yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and do that as my first action, because okay. no thank you. Oh, I probably didn't, actually. That is a 5 for a 15. You start to throw up. You get a little bit of an upchuck, oh. and then no. Then you fight back. Might we put a warning on this episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How far up is this well? Uh, it's three feet high. Oh, three feet high. Very well. I leap on top of the well. Very well, quick leap action. And I'll go on ahead and try a strike at the one that Vittoria just smacked into. Okay. Yeah. Yep, you spring up there, bring your weapon to bear, swing it around at the guest. All right, that is a 14 for a 28. Will be a go. critical hit as you <laughs> nice. slam it in the side of the head. All right. Doesn't it have disrupting or something, the tolling bell? It does. It does. Uh, so first, I mean, if he survives this, he's enfeebled one, but that is 26 total no, points you, of damage. You literally disconnect <laughs> head from shoulders with a blunt instrument as you slam into this thing and its just, head goes Just baseball flying. bat swing in there. <laughs> the body uh, topples off of the platform. One left. 
Oh, gods, I feel horrible. <laughs> Taking I us from Niccolo to Adria. Let's do it. Um, Adria is going to just call down a storm of lightning on this one guy. I'm going to cast Tempest okay. Surge. Cool. Uh, he gets a reflex save. He'll try it. Ooh, that is a 27. Oh, I hate him. He succeeds. Uh, he's going to take half a 17. All right. Still a good hit. A good eight points yeah. of damage courses through yeah. this undead yeah, creature. And you know, then I'll put, I'll put guidance on Lucia. Yay. Hey, nice. Yeah, she's been doing well. Yeah. yeah. It helps I have a plus 17 to their 18 AC. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if this tips you into a critical again and you can just make this one dead, that'd be great. It is kind of the fun thing. Uh, I don't think we've really gotten into this before. It is kind of the fun thing of fighting a larger number of lower level creatures. Mm -hmm. That Like, the danger is, like, the the math of There's the sheer of number of action economy going against you. Mm -hmm. You know, the odds of you felling some of these saves. But the, the being able to critical with, like, I rolled an 11 is kind of nice. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. But that takes us from Adria to Cesare. Cesare will cast Electric Arc on the last one. I can see just a sliver of it through the doorway, and that's all I need. <laughs> Technically speaking. Yeah, true. Go ahead and make that reflex save there. Ooh. How dare he keep 27. making 27? God, they're so Man, fast. Wow. This guy. He's freaking so hopping ghouls. <laughs> I do nine points of damage. All right, so it's going to be half for a good four points of damage there to him. I mean, still injuring him as yeah. this uh, arc of electricity streams through the room. I, I guess I can try to make a recall knowledge. I say, it'd be really funny if you guys got all the way through this fight. And it's like, what the heck were those? <laughs> <laughs> These are ghouls or maybe ghasts of cannibals that are brought back from death after eating people when they were alive. Uh, ah. Taking us from Cesare to Lucia. Uh, so I roll a six for a 23. All right. A 23 will strike your foe. So that is 16 points of damage. Hey, there you go. Uh, 16 points of damage. You ram your blade into his eye. The creature unhinges its jaw and continues to scream at you as it Whoa. pushes through the blade in its eye. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Stab it again. <laughs> <laughs> but that is an 8 for a 20 on the follow-up. An 8 for 20. A 20 will strike your foe. All right. 10 more points in his other eye. Uh, <laughs> you rip your blade back free before piercing through his chest as the creature sputters blood up at you before toppling to the side and Yay. falling. Uh, Honestly, it's not really surprising to see them here. Uh, I guess not. To be fair, they probably ate whoever died first. That is true. Meant with, mm -hmm. They died and were cursed. And decided to just sit around in a circle. Well, there's still no way out. Though I imagine that well is the way down to the water. Yeah, probably. Well, let's finish this floor first. All right. How's everyone doing, by the way? Uh, I'm a little bit up. I am fine, Cesare oh. says in the back, where he didn't even get close enough to where have to make a He just literally didn't even move and just sat there and was like, fire, fire, fire. <laughs> I mean, despite the horde of them, I only suffered one injury. I'm fine. All right. I think I took the brunt of it. Yeah. You... She looks down at like the three giant bite marks all over her. Cesare will get close enough to detect magic just to see on the off chance if there's anything magical in the vicinity. I, I would like to look at them and see if I remember anything else, um, specifically anything that, you know, uh, Lucia got bit. I just want to make sure she's not going to become a ghoul or something. I don't know how ghouls are made. Yeah, I guess I didn't roll high enough because it doesn't mention that about that what I got. So. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can do it again, technically. As long as you don't fail. I'll do some thinking about ghasts and ghouls. I am bandaging up Lucia. Miklo 
looks down at the well. That he's standing on? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whistles for a moment. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get off of this. Nicolo sheepishly lands. Nobody open that until I've had a chance to look over it some more. Sure. I wasn't planning on it. You look down and there's just a dire warning. <laughs> Don't more open like, dead inside. <laughs> yeah. More like Trap Spotter tells him it's a terrible idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tap dance on top of it if you want, but don't open yeah. it. Um, Nicolo, dropping down, I suppose taking a moment to look over the well. Mm-hmm. And I'll give it to you guys also, since again, you're going to be in there for 10 minutes. Uh, the ghouls are wearing a variety of jewelry. Hmm. Cesare, with your detect magic, once you stepped closer to the room, um, you could tell that there was a magic presence somewhere in the chamber. All right, well, I'm gonna I guess I'm gonna start picking the jewelry off these ghouls, and <laughs> as I do it, go read aura on these ten pieces of jewelry in my hand, and then just hand them to Raven because let's face it, she's just gonna put them on anyway. Sure. <laughs> well, them first. These are really stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they need a good cleaning. <laughs> let's handle a couple things first. So Cesare's collecting all that jewelry. Nicola looking over the capstone for this well. The capstone to the well is very odd. It seems to depict a large carving of a strange, tall, lanky man in a cloak, lying in a state of almost repose, like arms crossed across chest, although it's difficult to tell because of the the robe that obscures the entirety of his body. Mm. Strangely, the man has four eyes, two eyes and then another set of two over those eyes. Each one of these eyes, however, are softly glowing gemstones. Hmm. I would allow a craft check. Yeah, I think a craft check would probably cover anything as far as jewelry and stuff like that is concerned. I would also allow nature, but the craft is going to be give give you more accurate information. Ooh, well done. Say my crafting is not great, but I'm at least trained in it. And uh, while you're at it, you may also attempt a recall knowledge for nature. <laughs> uh, you have so if much you faith if in you me. want, if you don't want to try to roll for it, you I... don't have to. I'm not at all trained. I don't feel confident that I would get anything useful. Okay. You don't entirely understand how this trap works, but it looks Mm. like this is some sort of puzzle to do with this thing. Might be able to disarm it. The uh, eyes are malachite, moonstone, ruby, and turquoise. Okay. Wait a second. Ruby... Turquoise. What what color is moonstone and malachite? Because Ross does not know in real life. Uh, Malachite's kind green. of a green, and moonstone mm. is a whitish silver. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Mm. Were you thinking about the tile puzzle room? I was thinking a little bit about that, but it doesn't seem related then, because there's no yellow. It seems that they're glowing. I believe they're magical of some kind, but uh, or at least maybe enchanted somehow. Cesare reads aura on those. Is that the magic I'm detecting? Um, no, surprisingly, even though they're glowing. Oh. Huh. They aren't the magical, though it could be it's because they're part of a trap. Mm. A lot of times that magic is hidden. I mean, this lid is definitely trapped if you just open it willy-nilly. All right, so we have to figure out some sort of puzzle then. Now that I'm looking at this thing, I, can I make a nature check? You may do so if you wish, and uh, I will actually allow Chesare to also make me a perception roll. Uh, one other thing I'll give you real quick uh, before you look over the top of this is while you're searching around and collecting all of the the bodies, the ghouls' bodies, and even kind of looking over all the dead, desiccated remains scattered about the room. Mm-hmm. There appears to have been a clear delineation. The ghouls here were all 
dressed much akin to the three bodies that you had found in that previous chamber. Right. As in, these were probably customers. Mm-hmm. Um, nobles and such. Again, you find like almost 80 gold worth of jewelry across all of them. The bodies here, though, were wearing armor, like leather armor and dark cloaks, judging by the tattered remains that you see scattered about, as if the dead bodies that were already in here, probably left over from this battle, might have actually been members of the Gray Spiders. And then the nobles who were trapped came in here, found their bodies, and ate them, and then eventually still died and came back as ghouls. Yes. Seems well, to be fun. likely what happened. Um, there are a variety of daggers in this chamber. However, due to the fact that uh, blood is really bad for metal, um, mm-hmm. especially yep. over long periods of time, none of these are remotely even serviceable. However, you do find what seems to be a rather well-designed blade sticking out from underneath one of the bodies. Is that the magical thing? Uh, picking it up, you may attempt to determine what magic it has on it. Nice, sir. Ooh, that'll do. Picking this up, drawing it out, you find that this is a short sword. Amazingly, it has withstood the rusting effect of time, uh, seemingly probably because of the magical potency rune carved upon mm. its literally silver blade. Oh, oh The nice. flat of this short sword is covered in a web motif. And you can see tiny spiders. gemstones from the backs of little spiders, six on each side. Cute. That seem to climb it's up the of side of this. Uh, the grip of it is actually black leather that is wrapped back and forth and has a slight silver filigree to it to give it a continued hmm. spider web goth motif. Rad as heck. A rather plump looking <laughs> spider forms the pommel of this. Cute. All right, uh, it, is, however, is a plus one silver short sword. Hey, that's pretty cool. So at the very least, Victoria should probably hang on to it for now. Yeah, I don't think she agreed. has a magic weapon. I was about to ask. Can I, can I please <laughs> I was ask? like, it makes the most sense for Victoria. Yeah. yeah. Okay, seems like it's just this door left, right? Oh, we're still uh, trying to figure out this lid real quick because we're probably going to have to go down at some point. There's a depiction of some sort of creature on here, but I can't figure out what it is. Oh, I want to go look at it. What is it? Yeah, I wouldn't mind looking at it either. Yeah, either of you may make a uh, recall knowledge for nature. Adrian Shrugs. I think it's a Xenoterid or Zen- uh, Xenopterid. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce it, but they're right? roughly human-sized predatory insects that can mimic the form of their favorite prey, which happens to be humans. Mm. Um, they're oh, found, wait, found I'm all human. Over. What? I'm its favorite prey. <laughs> yeah, I guess yes, so. Yes, that was the implication that I was giving. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I look around the party and realize I am the only human. <laughs> hey, we're mostly Run. human. Half. Yeah, technically, I'm human with a with an just a smidge. Of, <laughs> yeah. I'm also human bit. with a smidge of elf. Mm. Cesare so, yeah. stands there, having absolutely no human. Yep, you're <laughs> no human. That he knows of. He's like one sixteenth human or something like that. <laughs> they're, they're rather interesting creatures, though. They can bend their wings mm. to form uh, almost cloaks for themselves, and they can fold their limbs to imitate human weapons and armor. But uh, mm. they're strangest feature is probably the mouth. It's got a chitinous beak that when it's closed looks like human face but up close you can tell exactly what it is. Right before it eats you. Pretty much. Mm. Where are these things from? Not sure exactly where they're from but I do know they favor hunting at night. Uh, They tend to liquefy their victims and then bring the slurry back to their hives where they put them into little 
capsules to use as food. So why? I don't want to go down here now. Uh, we don't exactly have a choice. Well, we're not going yeah. down there yet. We got to go through the rest of this floor first. We also have to yes. disable this trap too at some point. So. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't give me much insight on what to. Actually yeah, I'm a little. I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, did they put this on here to warn you that there was a colony of these things down there? Because that would be bad. Well, for now, we don't have enough information for me to just disable it. I think we could keep looking and maybe we'll find something. Mm, hopefully. Well, uh, Cesare glances over at the door Adria is standing in front of. Yeah. This way, I point back at it. Uh-huh. All right, lovely other door that does not lead to death and decay. Don't say we knew that we'd loud, be coming man. back to you. Yes, it could lead to something else entirely just as horrible. I mean, yeah, but it wouldn't be death and decay. <laughs> We've encountered several different types of death in here. I don't think I want to gamble on how much worse it can be. Mm. You collect yourselves. You leave this room. Victoria strapping a new short sword onto her hip, contemplating this... Uh, bug man that can fold his limbs in and yeah. well, if we see any other living people down here we'll know it's it's this are these thing. those same bugs we fought in uh tg in tyrant's grasp there was that guy yeah it's the same thing great cool i think i mentioned at the time again you guys have fought one of those things before but i think i mentioned at the time that there's a uh a short story that uh, Guillermo del Toro mimic movie that he made was actually based off of this short story that's about a dude who's an insect that can move with a cloak and all the rest of that stuff to pass for human. Hmm. Actually, I think it's called Mimic as well. Hmm. Mimic's the one with the lady. Is it? Isn't it? Oh, no. No, No, it's not. No, that's That's species. species, That's species. No, Mimic Mimic was the del Toro one, which I always also weirdly get confused with Relic because I think Relic came out at the same time, but Relic was the one with the um, weird camouflaging thing that came in a box from South America, I want to say. that That's the B-movie one we watched. You turn to make your way back. Uh, Niccolo glancing over the door as you approach. Lucia squaring up alongside you. Cesare in the back, probably nervously glancing back towards the uh, octagonal-shaped chamber with a well. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Although, again, if they sealed this place off, God knows why. Yeah. I was going to say, it's the sealed-off place within the sealed-off place. As Nicola, you glance over the door, uh, reach out, open the door. They'll pick it up here next time. Oh, man. I was going to say an entire episode, one more room. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Three rooms and two episodes, guys. <laughs> hey, you know what? We had a whole ghoul fight, though. I was going to say, yeah, was gonna say to be fair, that room was chock full of combat. Yeah. It is a lot of ghouls, but you did make your way 30 feet further through the dungeon. Hey. Whole feet. Look at us go. Are we like gonna level up soon? Because I feel like it's been a bit. No. <laughs> not until we get out of this place. Jeez. Is what Rick is saying. Not until you finish. So the definitive. <laughs> now let's hope there's not more than one more floor. But yeah, maybe I guess the dungeon's we'll find almost out. over. You don't know. It's seven floors. Ah oh, man. <laughs> oh God. It could just be one room that's underwater. We don't know. It's one big chamber. It's really just the chamber there. As soon as we go down that, that's the boss room, right? It's big enough to have a giant squid thing that might kill Nicolo. Yeah, one big giant open I, I almost said, hey, Nicolo, does this look like the squid thing from your vision? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. This is a different monstrosity well, entirely. Is like, I don't know what a squid looks like. It might look like this bug man. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same. Anyway, um, regardless, though, you know what? I have no segue. No, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Our Patreons aren't squids that are going to try to kill Ross? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope I, not. I hope I haven't made any of you angry. Yep. I mean, you you did manage to survive this uh, this incredibly uh, uh, foul encounter, and uh, the only reason that I'm able to uh, employ a hit squad of ghouls to try to gas to try to kill this party is because of the the backup, the support of our Patreon. Do you know how expensive it is to keep a ghoul hit squad on? On speed dial. Yeah. Do you know how expensive it is to keep Rick and sticky notes? <laughs> I it's was true. Say, I the so sticky many note the... fund is quite expensive. I think I just spent like ten dollars oh. on sticky notes just the other day. Yeah. <laughs> we do, however, uh, we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons for your continued patronage and support. Uh, it is really thanks to all of you that we are able to keep this project going. That we are able to uh, to keep ourselves hit deep in ghouls and ghasts for as long as <laughs> it is our favorite thing. As long as no one gets paralyzed, I'm glad at least one person got paralyzed. That would have been very good. Glad. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, if I'm going to throw some ghouls and ghasts at somebody, somebody needs to get paralyzed. To be fair, that is not as bad as it is in first edition. In first edition, that is terrible because it's like several rounds. Yeah, the fact yeah. that you get a save every round and the DC goes down by one every oh. round. Oh, nice. Mm, yeah, that's nice. It's not nearly as uh, as much of a death sentence as it was previously. I do want to take, of course, an opportunity to thank all of our patrons for their continued patronage and support. It is it is because of all of you that we are able to do what we do. Uh, we are very appreciative, not just to our patrons, but actually to everyone who supports us through whatever means that they do, be it via Patreon, be it spreading us, uh, spreading word of mouth about us, uh, going out and supporting us on the uh, the social medias, going on to uh, the subreddits and the discords and recommending us to other people. We have never once in the entirety of the uh, the Find the Path LLC's uh, entire existence actually advertised anywhere. Every bit of growth that we have received for this podcast has been organic. It has been because of people listening like you, enjoying the show, and telling other people about us. And that is the reason that we have been as, uh, as amazingly successful as we have been up until this point. It is the reason we will be more successful in the future until we finally reach that mountaintop that is weekly Hell's Rebels. Which mm-hmm. is the next goal. It is what we are shooting yep. it towards. It is close. And uh, yeah, we are about 2K away from it right now. So uh, again, if uh, if we had, what is what is that? I'm too tired. I didn't sleep well. I can't do you math. You were the one who took me. over math in our vows. I'm not about to start. It's true. <laughs> if it is just uh, 400 more backers um, backing us at $5 would bring us up to having Hell's Rebel. So if uh, 400 of you out there, each of you tell a friend that one friend jumps on there and backs us on the Patreon, then we will be there and you guys will have this wonderful show in your ears on a weekly basis. And we won't have Heather chomping at the bit going, when am I going to level up? Um, all the time yeah. because we'll be recording twice as you would be we leveling up twice as happy you that. would be making Heather happy <laughs> I like to be happy mostly I just I want the abilities I'm getting at next level I, want like, I, was, I was gonna say she's got the she got the wizard thing of can I get to a higher level I want more spells please I get a new spell I get a new spell level at next level it's and true, I also right? get to and ability my, also my DCs and stuff and everything go up because I become a master it's Cesare needs to be 7th level, guys, is what I'm saying. Fair enough. <laughs> it needs to be 7th level. And so uh, we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank our patrons and thank a few of them by name, which we like to do at the mm. end of this. And again, you know, if you back us on Patreon, eventually you'll have your name mm-hmm. shouted out on one of the shows. And isn't that always a fun thing? It could be <laughs> your new favorite episode, even if it's an episode that you're just like, wow, they talked about a lot of throwing up because of ghouls and gas. But yeah. my name got <laughs> dropped at the end of it, so it was worth right. waiting. <laughs> so we do want to take an opportunity to thank a couple of them by name. And I would like to start by thanking Stephen, another Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Stephen Razor. Thanks, hey, Steven. thank you, Steven. Thank you, Steven. Thank you, Steven. Thank you, Steven. Thank you. Well, I'd like to thank Andrew Pratt. 
Well, thank, thank you, you, Andrew. Appreciate thank it, Andrew. You, Andrew. 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 You're not Andrew. a Pratt. Yeah, we have quite yeah. a few. I'm sure Andrew. he's never heard it before. I'm yeah. sure he's never he's heard, never that, heard that joke before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I would like to thank Dustin Roberts. Well, thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. Your amazing support. Indeed. I would like to thank Sean. Maybe seen. I don't know. Depends on Sean. Sean. (laughs) That's how my cousin spells Sean. Well, thank you, Sean, for your uh, your support. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Since you did not include a last name, I'm only going to just assume that that is Sean Bean. And I really appreciate you. And I I love your work. (laughs) Love doing Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh! I love you in equilibrium. Whatever your last name is, whoever you are. Thank you, Sean. Could be Aston, for all we know. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, this Sean does not uh, lose characters as often as Sean Bean. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> and I would like to thank Stephen Haywood. Ooh, another, oh, Stephen. another Stephen. Appreciate another Stephen. Another Stephen for Team Stephen. The Stephen army grows. Haywood's like an old school Hollywood last name sounding thing. Haywood? Yeah. yeah. Haywood's really good. And I would like to go ahead and thank Ben Garber. We appreciate your support, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thank, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. All oh, right. Man. That's Thank you all, everybody. We really yes. appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for your continued support, your continued backing us. You are all amazing. You are all wonderful. We greatly appreciate all of our listeners and all of our supporters. So thank you once Mm -hmm. again. I do want to take an opportunity to thank our Find the Path tier patrons for their continued support of the podcast. Uh, This includes Andrew Miller and her, Braden Worrell, Elliot Brown, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., Joshua Saldana, Kevin Ederfe, Lewis Ellis, Siren Roll, and TJ Khan. Thank you all Thank for you. your continued backing of this podcast, for making our dreams of spelunking through a horrible <laughs> undead catacomb complete. Yay. Thank yes, you. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> it's yeah. true. And, uh, and who knows? Maybe these guys will be taking the big dive next episode. We'll see what happens. Ooh, maybe. I can only hope so. Gotta clear the rest out first. Until next episode, <laughs> good luck, Pathfinders. Bye, Pathfinders. We don't know if this just opens up into a closet, and so we have to just turn right around. I know. I feel like it's probably <laughs> just a storeroom. That would be pretty funny. Although maybe it'll have, like, instructions on how to disable the trap. Yeah, it's just oh, a convenient stone tablet, how to unlock the well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes, the break room with a note that says, don't forget, the new way to open the door is... Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> be amazing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath.